0: Back on my bullshit, back on my back on my bullshit, (laughs) back on my bullshit, I'm back on my back on my bullshit, here we go, oh my god I'm back. I'm back. The podcast, the Stedman History Podcast is back. It's been a hot minute. God, I can't remember the last time I did this. I mean, it's probably at least February. we were in the thick of lockdown. We were locked down, stuck in our houses. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what was happening, what we were doing. And here we are. It's the summer. The virus is still here. It's still going on. It's still happening. But things are open. I mean, since, since we last recorded this lockdown, I've been to the theater quite a lot quite a lot of times just looking through my phone now just to see i've seen 30 shows and i want to i want to chat to you about some of them about some of the shows because i post about them online and but i never really kind of give like a, a bigger review you know like a like a moment The first show that I saw back live in the theatre was the 17th of May and it was Harm at the Bush Theatre. It was so, so good. Some of you may have seen it. I think there was a version that was on uh, BBC4 or maybe like iPlayer or something like that. Walked into the theatre. I went with Liam Jevons. There was a big bunny like in the back. Huge. I'm talking big. I'm talking like a huge stuffed bunny that was there at the back. We were back wearing masks. It was like, wow, here we go. Here we go. And it started and it was so good it was just it was about a woman that's an estate agent and she meets this influencer and is going to sell her this house and becomes like obsessed with her and it's like about uh like friendship and about like social media the toxicity of it and and all of that stuff and it's just getting like darker and darker and you're like where's it gonna go what's gonna happen and it was it was so good it was just nice to just to be back and hear a story and just not i struggled a little bit with the kind of the online stuff and i know like for loads of people loads of people really enjoyed it and it's amazing because i mean you don't have to go anywhere to watch the show and it means that more people can watch theater more people can experience it and and see it and they don't have to worry about any accessibility problems or anything like that but for me i wasn't and it really kind of engaged in them that much but that was that was just like a choice of mine um but going to the theater and just being there and just watching it and absorbing it and just not because I found online, like, I'd be like I'll be i just pause it. I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll go to the toilet. I'll just come back. But there, it's live. It's happening. It's in person. Um, But then I saw a couple of shows in between then, which I loved. But the show that, everyone was talking about having, like, a really big theatre moment. Like, a moment where they were watching it, feeling emotional, feeling like it's back. You know, tears, all that kind of stuff compelled to stand at the end of the show to directors producers writers coming out and saying this is it we are back and for me the one that did that was Hairspray at the London Coliseum Ah, it started and those the music was playing the horns were like extra loud you know before that moment before it's all tuned in nicely and it's all kind of just happening it's live it's organic the sound is changing and Good Morning Baltimore started and I was like oh we're here. Uh, the tears under under my mask were there. The note, like the pause uh, towards the end of like, uh, just towards the end of the song, there was like a little a little crack in the performer's voice, and I was like, "Good morning, Baltimore. We are here." By the time it got to "You Can't Stop the Beat," ah, oh, which uh, subsequently I actually heard the other day at Two Brewers, uh, it was the final song of the night uh, when Felix O'Brien was down from Scotland, and we just danced and. It is a tough song. You know, it's a tough song to be singing and dancing and I was leaping around like I was in Sloppy Joe, like I was back uh jumping and leaping around for that whole 5 minutes. It was just like shit, this is this is intense, you know. So um so but hairspray seeing that, Michael Ball saying the West End is back, people standing, people cheering, absolutely incredible. Running through some of the other shows that I saw Seven Methods of Killing Kylie Jenner at the Royal Court. Ah oh, amazing such 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 a good show bringing the internet to life you know there was a show a couple of years ago um uh the internet is uh, the name's gone out of my head we'll keep going The that kind of showed like the internet like in a way but for me this brought it completely to life i was just there absorbed i was like getting some of the gifs some of the memes that they were talking about and just that moment and just seeing it as it moves forward and it's about one of the um one of the characters talking about seven methods of killing kylie jenner kind of talking about her like having a makeup line and you know sort of um kind of absorbing and sort of selling Trying to sort of engage and sell like black products and kind of taking that on board in like a really bad way Then I saw under milk Wood be more chill Mm. The which like and I've told this story to like a couple of people like as the weeks have gone on It started and the announcement was like okay guys welcome back to the theater It's time to turn the freaking phones off and these guys in like in front of me leaned forward and cheered like it was like football was coming home all over again michael in the bathroom started they leaned forward people were making friends complimenting each other's outfits like and the show was amazing but for that i was like this is a real kind of immersive experience and everyone is absorbed in this Uh, i saw oliana at the arts theater david Mamet's like controversial i know some of the opinions some of the things he says since uh terrible awful really bad um the show the actors the performers was so good and i loved 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 it um we're now moving on to afterlife the national theater which is about when people die uh they go to like the afterlife and then the people that work there have seven days to make that six days sorry to make their memories and the people that are there have three days to decide a memory that they want to have like a poignant memory that's going to live with them that they're going to have to sort of see and experience for forever for eternity Amazing. Then went to see the amazing Dan Crickler and Pippin at the Charing Cross Theatre, which, again, I, I didn't know what to expect. The songs, the space, the whole, like, it really felt like with we the 1960s, the whole space was transformed. Amazing characters, people doing, like, really big, kind of brave, courageous performances, even if that's not the thing that they normally do. and may have kind of been sort of other doing other things before, really taking it to the next level. Baghdad Cafe of the Old Vic, phenomenal. Loved My Night with Reg um arthur merlin at the iris theater our outdoor show with the amazing kate Donickey, who you've heard on this podcast before uh, also a uh, big shout out to anna soden who's also been on this podcast uh, when i went to watch this noisy Isle with lakeisha lynch stevens who's also been on the podcast and fr- saturday night i went to watch tina oh i've been waiting a couple of years to see tina uh, like the tina turner musical and it started and i was like oh yeah i'd forgotten that it's written by katori hall who wrote p valley and who wrote the Mountain Top*. and it starts and there's like the simply the best kind of music is like there and you see tina she's like walking up she's doing the moves and then it goes all the way back to the beginning of her life and for a while it feels like there's not going to be any songs and it goes into a really really well written play which of course you can expect from katori hall she's appealing surprise winner what else are you gonna expect from her but still it's like this is this is so good and then it, the music goes on and it's like and there's a moment where she's recording she's about to record with phil Spector, and he's like you're rushing it you're rushing it because that's what ike has been telling her to do and to go quicker and go quicker and he's like sing on the melody and sing like you're singing to god and there's a transformation in the performer like i've never seen like it in such a way where it just goes from like her voice to just like another level and it was absolutely phenomenal and like in the beginning they say because I remember hearing like a couple of years ago people saying that it's a show where people are singing and dancing as the show's going on now there's a warning to say don't sing don't dance you get the opportunity at the very end and by the time it got towards the end of the show with what's love got to do with it and you hear people what's love got to do got to do with it and it gets to simply the best and it's like the full bander out ah she's walking around the tea and the turn of the moves that even the little kind of really detailed like hair flick that's like where she just moves her hair out of the way tells the whole story it ends they come back on for a bit of proud mary and everyone's up singing and dancing oh it's uh, a little side note because i love the, i love the show then we went to two brewers on sunday the drag queen that was there she started singing proud mary and we were doing our moves. Uh, I don't normally get embarrassed, but I was dancing there on the on the dance floor, fully blushing. You know, like if you've not been out, which I don't know. I don't know if people that are listening have been out, have been back, kind of in clubs or things like that, or have just been anywhere. You know, may have been to like a dance class or anything, or even at the gym doing like a little bit of Pilates. I know that's not dance, but you know, you know, you know. Anyway. You may have been dancing, and so you may be used to it. I had not. And I had some of the moves, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm embarrassed. But i got to keep going because you can't stop. And we won't stop. So that's pretty much all I've got to say very very impromptu little podcast that I just thought let's just go you know sometimes just got a little monologue just going along in your head and well truth be told I just recorded a new song for the second album that we're doing me Kiki Lozbox and possibly possibly we might be having another artist who's going to be singing on there someone's that been on this podcast before and I just had just like done some rapping and I was like, I've got the vocal booth set up. You know, I'm not getting any of these voice jobs. I'm not working and doing, you know, sort of any vocal stuff, which is the whole reason. You know, that's the whole reason why I bought this whole microphone set up, set up the vocal booth. But because there's a mattress in here now, I thought, get that mattress out. Start recording. Do a little bit of a podcast. Still paying for the stuff. Still paying for it. Get some content out there i mean it's more than content it's art (laughs) what a decade but having having a great time having a good time hope everyone is doing well after this i think i'm going to text a couple of people let's get a couple of guests on let's get it back let's get it back also the photo uh where this whole podcast started um has been found and the name on the back has been found the family tree has not Yet been identified, but that's going to be for another day because we don't want to do all the stuff in the first episode back. That would be for the Patreon, not got a Patreon. Okay, oh, sorry, um, that was just my producer there, just sounded very much like me. Also, I just, I was last week, this is quite exciting. This is exciting. Last week, I was doing an online commercial and I got to play a twin. I know, me, a twin. I was with two actual twins two incredibly talented actresses and i was there as another twin and i had to change costume sit on two different sides of it and then there's a photo of me out there out there that's gonna appear on this online commercial in like a a frame as a twin So it's been it's been exciting. Actually quite a lot of things have happened. I did a pet commercial for pet drugs online and I met this amazing cat called CJ and now I won't stop telling people about how much I love cats. And every time the musical, yes, beautiful ghosts, and actual the cat, the animal. Every time there's a cat now, if I'm in a studio, not a studio, usually someone's house, if I'm there and there's a cat, I'm like, day made, day made. And I used to love dogs. I used to be a big Staffy fan. I still love Staffies but cats I don't know I don't know the difference between cats yet I'm not like I couldn't drop you like a tabby or a black cat I only know that and I don't think they're really like the technical names the real names for what the animals are actually called but yeah just wanted to share that with you get a couple of guests on here let's go we're gonna keep this podcast going it's gonna be fun hope you've had a good time and there's only one way to end this podcast Oh, no, there are two ways. There are two ways. No, nope, we're going to give you the finish. You're the best. But ultimately, she is simply the best. You're simply the best.